0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Real Time Soccer Podcast. What is this, episode 12? 13, I believe? Episode 13? 11. 11? Yeah, 11. 11. I shot it over a little bit. Uh, Yeah, I have a lot of things I want to talk about today. But first off, Adidas or Nike for the rest of your life? You can only choose one.
1: Are we, do- are we talking shoes or clothes?
0: For shoes, let's say. Just shoes. Yeah, just shoes. Just shoes and just clothes. If you have to pick.
1: Okay, uh, Kev, that's you put me on the spot now, cause I'm, I'm in love with both, but. That's the point. Okay, shoes, because if I if I look at my rec- the most recent shoes or, throughout my life. For
0: the rest of your life, who has been the most consistent in providing you with the best shoes? You gotta choose, you can't just choose, you can't just choose, like, after a whim, oh, I just bought some Nike shoes, you know? I'm gonna
1: go with Adidas then.
0: Mm, What about clothes? Uh,
1: for clothes, ah, that's tough, because it's kind of bold, but Adidas kind of wins.
0: Adidas ahead of the game, man.
1: But, you know, I'm getting Nikes this summer, I'm planning on getting Nikes this summer, I'm not
0: even gonna lie. Shoes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I always got Nike clothing, don't get me wrong,
0: but. I don't know, Adidas ahead of the game, You, you, you know me, I'm an Adidas guy, so, this is an easy decision for me, but.
1: I have a Nike jacket, eye on me right now. As we speak, but I'm I'm saying Adidas for both, even though I have a Nike jacket on me right now. But you know, stripes stripes over checks.
0: Adidas is just superior. Fight me.
1: I wouldn't fight you for that because I don't disagree.
0: Nah, but I know it's a 50 50 kind of discussion. I just wanted to start off with a random question like that, see what you thought. I'm gonna surprise you every episode from now on. I'm just gonna ask you a random question.
1: That should that could have been a miscellaneous or not or not.
0: Bro, we had some crazy games this weekend.
1: Uh, which one? You, well, you want to start with the biggest, the bigger one?
0: I just, yeah, like Messi does it all, except in the El Clasicos lately. I don't know what's up with that.
1: I honestly think that he needs help, but more than that, I think that there's no depth in the team.
0: He needs help. He needs help. It's been a while. He needs help, but he's able. He's been able to like overcome that in every game, anytime. Except VS Madrid for some reason. Yeah. And they've won, they've won like, the El Clasicos. This time, it just didn't end up working out. But since Ronaldo left, like, I think they
1: won most of them. Yeah. But also the fact that, yes, uh, Barca needs help. And they need a lot of... Because the depth in the squad is is poor. If you look at the bench of Madrid and Barcelona, Madrid's bench is much better. Right? And that leaves you with better options. When a guy like Vinicius doesn't pull, pull through or, like, Bale doesn't play well... Or even Benzema doesn't play right. Even though he kinda of played well today. Even Vinic- Vinicius had one good action the entire game. One.
0: He I think he only had one inter Yeah, he only had one interaction and ended up being a goal.
1: Yeah, one good like action. Because the man does not in the final third, he's so frustrating. He doesn't he doesn't have the best, he doesn't he doesn't make the best decision, right? He'll win his one-on-one, dribble cup pass another guy, but then when it comes to either pass or shoot, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's, what the issue is, but he doesn't make the right decision every time, and it's like that. It just he just wastes another great attack, and
0: I think <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So and uh yeah that's and he, the one time that actually did, does it right, it works, but that's his one good action the entire game. So I mean credit to him, but I mean consistency is something that he needs to work in, and he will. He's still young, so he's a project for the future.
0: I think like how much did they pay for him? Was it like 100 million plus?
1: No, no, that was 100 million. I think it was. I can't remember I can't remember the number, but, but was it like a crazy fee or
0: did they get him like on a on a good but on a good deal?
1: I think it was a crazy fee because he came from Brazil and you know a Brazilian always jack up the price. Let me check. Uh let's see. If I do a quick Wikipedia search. Forty six mil. Pounds? Uh yes, pounds. Which was at the time, and I quote at the time. The second most expensive sell ever played in the history of Brazilian football, behind only Neymar.
0: I have it for uh, forty-nine point five million dollars. it Looks like
1: dollars. Okay, so you know, in that high, high fifty, low fifty, low forty, well, low fifties, high forties. Is that the best way to say it? I don't know.
0: Yeah, but I, like that's. A, I feel like that was a good price. Like he's. Obviously, very young. So, you're like, you're paying, for, you're playing for the potential and like the talent that you saw already. But yeah, I think with him, he just needs more experience, more playing time, um, to be in those situations more, where he has to make those decisions, and he's gonna see like what works, what doesn't work. So he'll just, the more he plays, the more he makes those decisions, the more he'll make better ones.
1: But yeah, his out, bro. y'all He's all by himself. Buying him, buying a striker, like begging the league to buy a striker says a lot about Barca's uh, recruiting process right now. Yeah. Martin Breswaite is not a Barcelona type player. He had a chance, he didn't finish it.
0: I think he was kind of just like a last minute, just like get some new blood in here. Kind of like what we did with uh, Igalo, like, we didn't really have many options at that point. So you just kind of, we knew something was a sure thing. He would come in, give us like a different approach, different kind of style.
1: But the difference is, is that for a you, you didn't have to beg the entire the league for the league uh, FA for you to actually buy him because you were desperate to get a striker.
0: Well no, we bought him like the last like couple hours of the transfer window from China where they were paying him like 300k and he was like a crazy scorer over there.
1: Yeah, cuz Brezwick was more Brezwick I can't even know I don't, I don't know if I'm saying his name right but it was more, it sounded more, it looked more like a desperate signing rather than like a a, thought, a very well thought of signing, right? You just, they needed somebody for Suarez, which I don't understand why they couldn't get someone for the academy. Like you have the so-called, quote unquote, the best academy in the world in Amasia, even though I don't think it's the case anymore. You couldn't find one player to like play for Suarez or in Suarez's spot for at least a couple games. Even And even if it's not that, you have Griezmann, play Griezmann on top and then find someone Play Ansu Fati on the wing or something.
0: I think Griezmann took a big dive when he went to Barça. Like he was he's been not performing. Like he's not top class Griezmann. Not even close.
1: Just like I said that Hazard's move to Madrid was a year too late. I think it's also the same thing for Griezmann. He came a, it came a year too late as well.
0: Yeah. And Gr- but Griezmann knew that. Like he he was like flirting with Man United for the longest time, reunited with Pogba at the time. Like everybody was talking about it. They had just won a World Cup together. And then he decided to stay at Atletico because they got the transfer ban. He, you know, like, he should. That's That's when he had to move. And now, like, he got the move he wanted. I guess he went to Barca, but he's he just hasn't been the same player at all. It's like when Torres went to Chelsea or something. You know, same kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say it's that bad because Torres was. Li- Torres was literally not scoring at all.
0: Yeah, it's not that bad. Torres to Chelsea was like uh, he was. Like, what, what, he was the best player in the Premier League when he was at Liverpool. Yeah.
1: He came, he, be, he went from like he was zero in like a transfer, one transfer window.
0: Then he was a laughing stock.
1: But yeah, we'll see how they bounce back from that uh, from that loss.
0: Was he what, Torres was still with Chelsea when the July slip happened, right?
1: Uh Torres was not. I think he was in Milan at the time. I think he, no, I he think he was at Le, he was at uh, Atletico.
0: Are you sure? What year was that? 202013?
1: The, the slip, the slip was was it 15 or 16?
0: Yeah. No, it wasn't.
1: The slip was when they beat Liverpool 2-0 at the home. I mean, away.
0: Yeah, the, the, the Demba Bar last-minute score.
1: Demba ba! <laughs> Oh, it might have been 14. It might have been 14.
0: I think it was, I think it was 20, 2014. Yeah, I was close.
1: Yeah, because Jared wasn't playing in 16.
0: Oh boy, I love that game so much. <laughs> keep,
1: yeah, always, oh my God, what a Liverpool hater you are. <laughs> I bet you must have felt very great on that loss.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, okay, let's talk about the Watford game now. Watford-Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I am one happy fellow. What? Like, what happened? Like, it was... I don't even know, man. I don't... What happened?
1: Honestly, it, it happened... It happened so fast. Like, 10 minutes. Bang, bang, bang. Three goals.
0: It's... they've. They should... They've been, like, on the cusp of losing for months now. And they just get saved with, like, last-minute, like, either either VARs or, like, random mistakes or, like, a lucky bounce or something. And they get saved and then they they either pull out a... They always pull out a fucking win. I don't know how it happens. It always happens.
1: Don't say say VAR. As if Manu wasn't... uh...
0: Bro, we are... We we are team VAR FC right now. But Liverpool, too. Not as bad as us. But Liverpool, too.
1: I don't think it was a VAR. Well... I mean, this time wasn't even there. I think the players were just tired.
0: I think, yeah, they ha- they play a lot of football. That's the, that's the the downfall of being in all these competitions and making it to the final and most of them. You know, like your your players are just playing constantly, and if you want to win, you have to play your best players. And that's what happened. Like they lost against Atlético, they lost against Watford.
1: Imagine if they lose against again against Atlético. Like imagine if they actually come out.
0: Atlético, that game that game Liverpool was home, so Atlético have a one away goal. They
1: no. This game, the next game is at home, but Liverpool doesn't have an away goal. It finished 1-0. No, the the
0: first the first game was at Anfield, no?
1: No, the first game was in um, uh, Madrid. I can't remember the name of the stadium again, but yeah, it was in Madrid. Oh
0: shit! I didn't watch the game. I was watching uh, I was watching the other game.
1: PSG, uh, Dortmund.
0: Yeah, PSG and Dortmund. Yeah, that's what I was watching.
1: Yeah, no. The last, the first game was in Wanda Metropolitano.
0: Yeah, okay. let's let's finish up on this Watford game because did you did you see the the uh, I saw a clip of um, the walkout of the players like before the game started where like the Troy Yeah, did you see the Troy thing? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. With more money, you'd be on the we'd be sitting next to Van Dyke.
0: <laughs> yeah, you was talking to like the the little kid mascot, and he was like, if you paid a little bit more money, you would be with Van Dyke right now, like on the other side. And Van Dyke was like holding in his laugh. It was hilarious. And then fucking the Watford beat them 3 0. 3 0 bro, didn't even score one goal.
1: Man, you really like that win, did you?
0: Well, I mean I think the whole league liked that win. Are
1: you are you a Watford fan now?
0: How do you not how are you not more obsessing about this win, you fucking Arsenal the Invincibles?
1: I was hyped on Sunday, but then you know, I got composed. I was like, alright. We're the invincible stills, but we 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 ourselves right now, it's like Suck.
0: We're, we suck. we're
1: still invincibles, but we're not twenty twenty Arsenal is not the same. It's a bit different now.
0: Mm, it's been different for it's been different for a long time, my friend. It's been different for a long time. But that was a good game. Yo, Spurs Wolves, that too was crazy. That
1: was a, well, I didn't even know what they were playing, but that was a actually a pretty good game as well.
0: That was a good game. Like you went back and forth the whole game, it was close. And like you gotta get gotta give it to Mourinho, because like he, he was he was leading two one and with a team like that, like with a bunch of injuries that like you have to commend him but also like uh, Wolves they turned up yo Jimenez is a crazy player I feel like he deserves to be on like on the top team
1: he does but I think Jimenez might be is a good striker and everything but I feel like Jugo Jota and even Matthew Doherty the right back are two of the most underrated players in the in the league
0: mmm they're good. Like they, they all fit that squad really well, or they all complement each other well.
1: Yeah, like especially Jota, Jota is not going to be up for, at Wolves for a long time. I feel like someone's going to pick him up eventually. He came from Madrid, and obviously Madrid didn't work out. But like playing with Wolves, very like it. Very, it was a very good choice decision for him in terms of uh, the style of play. I feel like he's eventually going to move somewhere else to a bigger club. And uh, Doherty's been at Wolves since for like at least. Eight, eight plus years. So, he's a, he's like a legend in the club, but...
0: Yeah, he's been there forever.
1: He's been... I think the, the new-new spirit of Santo just coming... Just the arrival of Santo and the influence that he has on the team and the style of play just made everybody way better than they were in the past. I mean, that's why they're in the Prem, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. They got to the Prem and they spurred some cash and they spurred, they spurred it well.
1: Yeah. Yo, what if... I mean, I'm just speculating. about What if, assuming that... Uh, Ole was a, were were to leave this summer, right? What of what if it's Nuno Espirito? What about him? I want Poch. All right, that is my that is my question. <laughs> that is my question.
0: I want Pach. Give me Mauricio. Pach, nothing. <laughs> exactly. He's the one we need. He's the one we deserve.
1: Yo, he's the one you. Oh, well, I mean, debatable, but I'll I'll give you the the one that you need. You know, it's been a couple of weeks already a couple of days already, but yo, you saw that Chelsea bayern Chelsea Byron Bayern is finishing that next in the week the next game, that's for sure. Yo, Bayern's
0: gonna fucking win the Champions League, man. They're gonna do it.
1: They're they're looking good right now.
0: Lewandowski's a fucking tank. And I remember I remember last uh last game I said uh last podcast I said that I was predicting a Robert Lewandowski hat trick. He had like one goal, two assists. So that's kind of a hat trick, you know? I figured get like a half points for that. But, uh, Nabri man, London is ready. he said.
1: London is still red. Thank you, Serge. Appreciate that. My boy, Serge. But, hey, Ark, hey, Fonzo Davies is a special player.
0: I know. He had the assist. He,
1: he had the assist, but, I mean, overall, just the game in general. Recovery runs, one-on-ones, defensively, offensively, he, I don't know, he, I, was, I don't think he was beat one time in this game.
0: He's a good player, man. He's like the star. He's the star Canadian right now.
1: Yeah, he's the only star. Can, well, actually not the only star because there's a lot of talks about Jonathan David too. But Alfonso Davies right now is the best. Uh, one of the best left back right now in Europe. I'm not going to say top. Well, I had this debate with someone in my class about how how high he ranks because I thought he was like top three. But then he lists me. he listed me at least like five or six of the best fullbacks that were ahead of him and I was like yeah he makes it makes a lot of sense. So I'm not going to
0: Who did you list?
1: So I think he he mentioned uh Jordi Alba. Yeah. He mentioned um Marcelo? Marcelo, even though I wasn't too sure about that one. Uh he mentioned
0: the Liverpool duo.
1: Yeah, the Liverpool duo. But if we're just, if we're just talking specifically about left back, he mentioned Robertson, uh Guerrero from Dortmund, um I think Bernat, sorry.
0: I would think Davy's above Guerrero, I think, for me.
1: Davy's not above Guerrero. I think I would say so, but I mean it's it's I don't think it's that close. I think Guerrero just has more experience. Uh I think he also mentioned Bernal and PSG and then the Atletico left back, I think it's Renan Lodi or something like that. Who plays pretty well as well. hmm Also he mentioned Ferland Mendy. So there's obviously a couple ble- a couple good left backs obviously out there. And he's one of them.
0: What about Benjamin Mendy?
1: Uh well, Benjamin Mendy's playing well right now, but he wasn't good for a while. I think I put Furlan ahead of Benjamin slightly.
0: Yep. I just wanted to say I just wanted to say his name because you said uh, Furlan Mendy. But uh, I'm looking at the Bayern squad right now, and their squad is stacked, man. Like they have players everywhere, and their their midfield and their defense is very balanced. Like the, the player, like Kimmich was a right back. He's playing center defensive mid.
1: Yeah, that is his primary position.
0: Alfonso Davies is
1: playing left back.
0: Alfonso Davies is a is a left wing kind of left wing back. He's playing left back. David Alba was a full back like most of his career. He's playing center back right now.
1: I think the word the word that you're looking for is versatility.
0: Exactly, but these players are like they can they're defenders, but the defenders that have experience playing uh, in the midfield or on the wings and stuff, so they have a lot of uh, counter attacking power and like they you kind of have when you have a defenders. The best defenders in the world are the defenders that are, like, um, p- powerful and um, fast and, like, comfortable on the ball. Um, and I feel like having defenders that are that have played in the midfield or attacking positions, they're comfortable on the ball, and that gives them such a big boost.
1: Agreed. Also, if you think about it, too, like, Bayern doesn't defend as much as they attack, right? So most of their players are going to be focused on attacking.
0: Yeah, they, most of the time they have the possession of the ball and they're going forward. So it just gives them, like, instead of having, like, five or six players that are attacking, you ha- you have, like, eight or nine. Because they can all do damage.
1: Now, I don't know if they're going to win it because they somehow always collapse around the end. But they are a strong contender right now.
0: They haven't had this kind of, like, depth, though, in a while. Like, they've been they've been a little bit of shaky recently. But this this year, they don't seem shaky. Like they started the year a little shaky. Like, usually you expect them to be top of the Bundesliga the whole time. Mm-hmm. This year has been more competition, but I feel like they're finally finding their groove where, like, they're destroying the Bundesliga team that they should be destroying. And they're doing it in Europe as well, so. As of right now, that's my team to take it.
1: Do you think Barca's going to make it?
0: I want to say yes, but I don't think so. Oh. I think they beat Napoli, but I think they lose in the round of eight. eight.
1: Okay, that's fair. What about Madrid? I don't think... Well, what about City? I think City makes it, but I don't think they... I think City might... I said City at the beginning of the season was going to win it.
0: I think City may make the final, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I, th- I could see them make the final. I don't know who they're going to play against, but... I hope they lose it unless
0: they play... Li- uh, even if they play Liverpool. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, good big question. What if it's a City or Liverpool? Who do you pick? City. You pick City? Wow.
0: Okay, okay which, which would I rather? Like, Man City finally winning the Champions League?
1: No, it makes sense. It makes sense. As a man, you find it makes sense.
0: Or Or Liverpool winning the Champions League and... And the uh, league in the same year, and maybe even the treble.
1: That would mean that they would win the Champions League two years in a row.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I can deal with that. But I mean, like, I don't know, Man City is such a f- fake club, they don't deserve the Champions League. Hopefully, I don't have to deal with that. Right now, I'm saying, Cham- right now I'm saying Man City, but I think I'd go Liverpool. I'd go Liverpool as long as I know they don't get a treble. Cause they're still in the FA Cup, right?
1: Yes, they are. They're playing Chelsea, actually.
0: Yeah. If they if they get knocked out of the FA Cup, I'll i would rather them win the Champions League than Man City. But if they're still in the FA Cup, does the FA Cup finish before the Champions League? Yes. Okay. So yeah, if they win the FA Cup, then go Man City. If they lose the FA Cup, then I'll I guess I'll say uh, go Liverpool. But I won't I won't say go. I'm not cheering for them. I'm just choosing the lesser of two evils.
1: It's a lose-lose either way for you. Uh, What about Juve? You think Juve survives?
0: They have the quality. I don't know what's happening. They're just kind of like in a slump, it feels like. They lost against Lyon. Lyon has like no star players right now. No, like...
1: Usem uh, Awar is a pretty star, good player.
0: He's a star player, you think?
1: He's the best player in Lyon right now.
0: Yeah, what does that say?
1: Well, that they kind of have quality. Musa Dembele is a good striker.
0: Yeah, Musa Dembele, Musa Dembele is good, but
1: they also brought this uh, Brazilian player that I think actually made quite a, quite the difference in the in the window. Uh, Bruno gamarish I think it's his name. I'm say, I don't know if I'm saying it right.
0: Yeah, he's a midfielder. He's a center mid.
1: And apparently he he's had a yes he, he started right right away. So I'm assuming that well I'm not I'm not assuming, but obviously.
0: Okay, but look look, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the lineups and you. And you can tell me who who would you take to win?
1: No, nah, obviously you guys a better lineup, but for one game like yo they don't show it up.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. Their lineup is so much better on paper, on paper for sure.
1: Yeah, that's why they should be able to win the second leg and go through.
0: Ronaldo, Debala, Cuadrado? What? You know, like their defense is Bonucci, De Ligt, Danilo, and Sandro. I don't I, I see barely any weaknesses.
1: There really, there really isn't, but I mean, Lyon figured out too how to win one game. So
0: yeah, they just needed to win one game.
1: Yeah, Juve should technically win the second.
0: I think they should. I think they they win it on aggregate. Um,
1: yeah, agreed
0: but yeah that was that's a close one even in napoli barcelona game like that finished 1-1 i was expecting Barca to have a clean win
1: convincing no they were not convincing at all no it wasn't convincing at all
0: like griezmann got the goal but it wasn't convincing
1: that's because i think you under- underestimated napoli too to an extent
0: and then they got a red card uh, at the end Vidal won't play the second leg
1: thank god i want him to see i don't want to see him as a rank winger again that was odd
0: yeah you can see how desperate they are for players Vidal's playing the fucking right wing.
1: I don't understand that decision, but this man
0: barely has enough pace to play like a midfielder, box to box. Like he's not playing box to box.
1: That's his. That's where he excels. But he's better at that than as a winger.
0: Yeah, but but how old is he now? He's like 33 or 34 or something. He's in his 30s, but I mean he's still quality. Let me check. He's 32 right now. He's almost 33. I mean, he was linked with my United for like I don't know how many years. Like him and fucking Wesley Schneider, we, they were linked with us to every fucking summer for the longest time.
1: There's a strong chance that he leaves in the summer, but we'll see. Go where? Mm, I don't know. Uh, he's the
0: type of player that should like go to the MLS kind of thing. You know how this one is career.
1: I knew you were gonna say that. But am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong, but
0: he still he still has talent to give in Europe for sure, hundred percent. But like he's not he's not the starting right winger for Barcelona, is what I'm saying.
1: I think he just has to find the right situation for him.
0: I know I'm being harsh, but I love Vidal. Like, Prime Vidal is amazing.
1: <laughs> you can't really say you love Vidal after all you said to me now.
0: Uh, Prime Vidal was amazing. Prime
1: Vidal was deadly.
0: I'm just, I'm not upset with him. I'm upset with Barcelona. The fact that, like, I don't know, they let their squad get this bad for some reason. I don't know what happened.
1: We'll see. Uh, did you, did you had a chance to catch the Montreal game?
0: Uh, no, I didn't.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, MLS started. Breaking news. Uh, breaking news. Uh Montreal New England Revolution. Uh the game was at the Stat Olympic.
0: I know I saw posts and everything about it uh, from people I know that are on the team, but I didn't uh, I didn't get to catch the game.
1: Uh well they won.
0: I don't think I was in the country.
1: Uh, yeah, well, I don't think you, you you would know if you weren't in the country, wouldn't you?
0: I wouldn't know and I wasn't.
1: Yeah, there you go. That explains everything. Montreal New York Revolution New New York New England Revolution. Two one win, uh good start. Uh, what I noticed though, uh, two things. Uh, they're very po- Montreal is very poor poor on the corners for some reason, like New England set pieces, set pieces, but especially corners. Like uh, defensive corners, they cannot defend for some reason. I don't know. I mean, obviously it's the first game of the season, so you don't expect them to be uh, well structured defensively as well as you would, you would have want. But it's uh, a concern for the future. Uh, they're very. They're also very vulnerable on the counters. If New England had a bit more quality in the final third, maybe they scored two in the first half because Montreal let. It.
0: They scored first off the bat. I'm looking at the, the breakdown now.
1: They scored first, yes, yeah. They scored first, but they could have at least had two in the in the half if had they been had they been more clinical. And then my question, like for now, is who where good where are the goals gonna come from? Because even though they scored two today, the one of them was a. Very, very big shift from Machi Oduti, and I don't think he can do that often. And yeah, I mean, keepers are not going to get caught like that as easily as Matt Turner did, so that's not going to happen often. And then I don't, can't remember who scored the first goal,
0: it was uh Kyoto,
1: yeah, Romeo Kyoto, yeah. So he's probably my answer to where the goals are going to come from, because he's our best striker.
0: Both attacking mid-scored, so that's, I guess, that's, like, um, encouraging to see your attacking players getting the goals, but...
1: Yeah, but uh, the thing is, like, will there be consistency? Because Uruchi wasn't consistent last year at all, and Kyoto was, but he wasn't playing for much. and he was playing in a different system, so... These are your biggest threat, also, uh, these are your biggest threat, and we'll have to see uh, if they'll be able to, I uh, get get the goals... Also, Balu didn't play yet, so he, I'm guessing he's still uh, injured, or maybe he's just taking a rest or whatever. But he'll he'll be a part in the season as well. I'm pretty sure he will be because of the quality that he has. Also, I think he's he's uh he seems like Tyrone and him has a good have a good relationship. So hopefully that works out. It works out for him. But yeah, I'm expecting a big things from him this season. Uh, did you know that Nashville now has a soccer team? I did not know this. <laughs> yeah, so Nashville SC started the last their first game of the season was on Saturday. SC? SC yeah, SC. was SC. Nashville Soccer Club.
0: Oh, soccer club.
1: So their first ever game, yeah, the first ever game had a 59,069 Well, oh, 50, 59,069
0: people showed up. That's actually really good. I did not I did not know a uh, like a uh, and games got that big of attendance?
1: ATL had like seventy thousand the first game in the stadium, that in the new stadium.
0: Wow. Okay. So, but they have been the team that's been like on top for a while. So, it's it's easy to have fans when you're winning.
1: Yeah, they've been on top since like day one. So they had the they had an attendance record for Tennessee soccer that day. Uh, the team though they didn't play so well. They they played well, but they didn't really. I guess the chemistry wasn't there yet, and you could tell. There's there's still like a couple of break passes that broke out, that broke down, a couple of plays that were breaking down basically just because they don't really know each other yet. Even though it's I would say a new team that was newly made, so players even though they have preseason, it's, it'll take a couple games for them, so it's understandable. Uh, Atlanta though, I mean like you said, they're winning and they did what they had to do. They took their chances and they scored, but they lost their striker. So Joseph Martinez is he's injured? He's injured ACL.
0: Wow. So it might, it might
1: be for the season. That sucks. That really sucks. So now, uh, question is, who's gonna? Are they gonna be able to pick up a striker? Uh, the name Olivier Giroud came by. Uh, the name Olivier Olivier Giroud came up. Uh, Carlos Baca
0: Wait, that's not the same Giroud, right?
1: No, that's yeah, R Giroud. Yeah, R Giroud. Yeah.
0: For real? To the MLS?
1: Yeah, it's an it's an option.
0: I don't think he would go to the MLS. I think he thinks he can start at Chelsea, so I think.
1: Uh... Possibly, but I mean, I don't think Chelsea would even let him go right now, to be fair. So, I, it's just a name that was, like, thrown out there. Carlos Baca, Salomon Rondon, Daniel Storch. I thought Daniel Storch was interesting. I thought Daniel Storch was kind of realistic, but then I think something happened with him at Travinsport, and the FA. And he got released or something, and then there was some gambling... I heard some gambling rumors about him, and apparently he might have been suspended by the FA.
0: It's done. I saw... He's, I, he's suspended for four months. He can't play for four months because of some gambling uh, stuff he took part in.
1: Does that include him not playing in Europe, or does that include him not playing at all?
0: Just him can't play at all.
1: At all? Yeah. Damn, that's tough. But it, Well, I guess that's an option that's out of the table now, but yeah. Uh, ATl needs to figure out that out that they're striking off because now they only have one strike that one other striker in the league and they in the roster so uh somebody's gonna it's probably deep, they gotta figure out something out there otherwise it's gonna be a long season for them even though they have quality everywhere like he's the he was their best player by far
0: do you think like um going to the next match that we had like do you think uh inter Miami is like the big team that like uh, new uh, players wanted to go to the MLS for do you think that's a new team
1: just because of the Beckham aspect or just because the...
0: just because it's Beckham and you know he has history and he has a lot of friends and you know
1: I don't think so because my Inter Miami is in the biggest market in the MLS I think the biggest market is probably the two LA teams there's still it's, just, it's still a new team right and Obviously the the roster is not completed too. I think they're still missing a couple pla- a good couple quality players to actually make it as a, a make it a good team. But from from what I saw in the first game, like defensively, I think they got it right. The back four seems solid. Even the two center seems pretty good, but offensively, the attacking wise they're not it looks very it's it's kind like of like natural. They lack the 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 chemistry is not there yet, and you could tell. It's very flagrant. Like, versus LAFC, you could tell LAFC knew each other. It was very fluid fluid way of playing. Quick passes, a change of play, rapid change of play, and then you're in, and you're in. Like, Vela, a beautiful goal by Vela, by the way. But Vela had probably, even though Vela didn't have a great game, he still did a pretty good thing with connecting with his teammates and everything. So, well, I don't know if I answered your question right, but, yeah, I don't think Inter Miami is the... Uh, Big, mar- big market because of Beckham.
0: Do you think if they get another big signing, then that's going to kind of like open the flood the, the doors for uh, more players to come in? Mm, I don't know. If- because like we always get that like one uh, European star that's like kind of like on the verge of retiring, but then comes to the MLS, like rejuvenate his career, play there for the last like two, three years. And there's like there was a big name. Like, it's a Pirlo, it's a David Villa, it's a Ibra. If the next big one comes to Inter Miami.
1: I don't know who it would be.
0: I think I think they build a squad.
1: You you think someone like Vidal?
0: I think Vidal could go. Uh, Ronaldo. I don't know how long he wants to stay in Juve, but if he's like if he if he ends up going to the MLS and he goes to Inter Miami, that'd be crazy. Um, I hate the name though. I don't like Inter Miami. I think it's. I'm not a. F-
1: well, they've had issues. They've had issues with that too. Apparently, Inter filed a, filed some complaint about them.
0: Yeah, I know, but I'm not a fan of that. I, I don't like the name Inter, like Inter whatever. Like it's a. I know it's for international, but. Uh, I'm not a fan of the name. I think it's not cool, if I could say it like that, but um, that's just my opinion. I don't know if you like it a lot, but...
1: Uh, I mean, a name is a name at the end of the day. I thought it was I thought it was kind of cool, I guess, to have a different Inter.
0: Just Miami FC would have been sick.
1: Miami, they already had Miami FC, though. I think there was a team named Miami in a different league.
0: I know, but there, if there's another one, I don't know.
1: Miami City would have been bad, too. I think Inter Miami makes the most sense.
0: I guess. But yeah, I want to see who the next player is that goes... Maybe Ibra goes to Inter Miami. Imagine. Yeah,
1: no. That's not going to happen. I could totally see it. Nah, it's not going to happen. I can't even imagine that. I can totally not see it at all. (laughs) I think one day I'll have to discuss... Well, not one day, but probably the next time I do... There's something I want to discuss regarding that... uh, idea that mls only gets like the older players it's true and i want to discuss then to the miscellaneous because i think it's a bigger conversation to have just to make sure that people understand how what mls is trying to do right now and the plan that some teams are adopting in terms of like recruiting it's a bigger conversation that we don't have the time to go into right now but yeah it's something i want to talk about later on
0: yeah we should definitely continue we don't want to just make this episode a little too long
1: yeah uh that
0: wasn't gunners that this i'm half excited i'm excited for your half
1: of course you are
0: arsenal Olim- Olympiacos? let's talk let's let's talk about it tell me what happened
1: let's not don't wait 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 no no we can go with everything first let's go man everything
0: no whatever ha- what happened first
1: okay my game happened first
0: yeah there we go
1: all right uh thank god i had a couple of days to like relax and be composed about it because i can talk about it in peace now bro i was
0: laughing on the timeline I think I tagged you in like 17 things.
1: I was not laughing on the timeline.
0: I know. I've been there, trust me, I've been there, but I guess only only us we are the club that knows how to come back from a uh, come back from being down against Olympiacos.
1: I'm not going to take that insult. We
0: lost 2-0 the first leg, 1-3-0 the second leg. We did it. You guys did not do it. Oba, man.
1: Oh my god, man.
0: Oba. He's been carrying you the whole season. He just had a one little mistake. In the 93rd minute.
1: Man, I don't know, man. It's... Okay, okay. Obviously, the game didn't go out as we planned. We're out. We missed the biggest... Obama Oba missed... Obama missed the biggest chance of the season. Of his season. With that miss. And, Le- okay, Leno may have made a mistake on that under goal, too. To, uh, for them to score the equalizer. Which, uh, I mean, I accept that. Maybe He did save us a lot in the season, so... For him to make a mistake. I guess it's not the first time he makes a mistake, but you know, he, he moves on. Obama Young misses that sitter. That was the biggest miss of a season, like I said. He scored the bicycle
0: kick for you guys though.
1: He scored a bicycle kick too. So he put us in a good position to begin with, right? So I can't really give I'm not I'm mad, but I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at the team in general. Because they should have never gone, gone came to this. However, it did. We're out. Now we have to accept that we're out. Let's move on.
0: Tenth place in the in the BPL.
1: Don't mention that. Don't mention that. Let's focus on the FA Cup.
0: Out of the Europa League.
1: We, we just played Portsmouth in the FA Cup today. We beat them. So. What
0: are you, what are you guys playing for?
1: We're st- yeah. We're still in the FA Cup. All right. We're still in the FA Cup. Let's just move on from this Greek disaster.
0: Portsmouth, bro.
1: That's all I'm gonna say. All right. It was the whole, it was the worst thing that could have happened to us this season because we really we relied on, on the Europa League a lot. To get back in the Champions League, so now let's just move on. Let's go. Let's go back into the FA Cup. Let's see how far we can go up there, and then let's see how far we can get back in the league as well. Because now we can only focus on the league and the FA Cup. There's nothing else.
0: Yep. Yeah. So I guess that's a plus. You guys can have more focus, but
1: I don't see the plus. Here. <laughs> I don't see any plus. There's no plus. It's only negatives and moving forward. There's no pluses. Is it on the manager? Uh, no, I don't think so.
0: I haven't seen Arteta getting any blame.
1: I don't think, for this one, I don't think he deserves any blame. Well, not all the blame, if any. He might deserve a bit, but not enough for him to be, like, considered the, the guilty in that situation. Uh, We just did, we badly managed the game. As players, we don't need, we don't need the coach to tell us how to manage the game in the last two minutes. You know what to you do. You've been in this situation before. You keep the ball, or you keep, either you keep the ball far away as you net as possible, or you keep it on the wings, on the sides. You don't keep it next you don't give it back to your keeper and when you know there's gonna be pressure coming up to him. I'm not talking I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. I'm just saying not the best game management. Now can we please talk about the manual everton game?
0: No, it wasn't as bad as uh as the game you just talked about, but
1: they had still made a mistake.
0: It was a horrible mistake to start the game.
1: It was a horrible mistake. That cost you a goal.
0: Yeah, we started off one zero. Um and it was uh pretty annoying. Um, that was just—I don't know how you make them. Like you don't—you only see the mistake on like random troll videos. But I don't—I don't know what happened, man. I don't know what he was thinking. Is <sighs> makes no sense to me. But uh, at least, like I was—it always happens. We get screwed over by stupid mistakes, and we're trailing. And for some reason, we can't play when we're down. When we're on a deficit, we can't play for some reason. We are good at playing with a lead, and we're not good at playing with uh, being down. I don't know why, um, but we I've seen it too many times where we're playing bottom tier bottom tier clubs and we get scored on, and then like after that it's a collapse. Like we get scored another goal, another goal. We end up sc- we're allowing two two goals, three goals against teams that have struggled to score all season. Um, but Everton, I mean, they've been on the come up to be honest. Like ever since Ancelotti, they've been kind of getting their groove. Like they've been playing better. Like they were really bottom of the club, now they're kind of like. Getting past the mid table, um, but that that should have been three points. Um, before going into the game, that should have been three points. Then they had a mistake. Um, we brought it back. Bruno, man, Bruno's that was a screamer. He just took the ball, got it like around uh, around the the halfway line, moved forward. As soon as he got the ball, he knew he was gonna shoot. Cut right through the middle, the long shot. We ha- like the last time we had a guy taking long shots like that was Pogba, and Pogba hasn't played in months. And I'm not even sure if he even. I'm not even sure if he's even scored a long shot for uh, United. I can't even remember one off the top of my head. I know for Juve, he, like all his highlights were long shots, but with uh, with us, um, it wasn't a thing.
1: Uh, I know we discussed about it already, but just to make just so people know, I guess. Do you believe that the VAR last minute call was a uh, the right call on the VAR on VAR side?
0: It sucks, but I think it was the right call. He
1: wasn't. He wasn't in the way. He was. Was it Sigurdsson? Can't remember who it was.
0: Yeah, um the guy who was prone, like uh, on the on the floor?
1: On the ground. On the ground, yeah. Pretty sure it was Sigurdson. But regardless, the he although he didn't touch the ball, he was in the line of the hair sight. He
0: wasn't he was in the line of play. Like, he was he was like the could obviously still see the ball, even though the guy was sitting down in front of him. He could obviously still see the ball, but he's obstructing the play, like You're in front of the goalkeeper, like, he he can't come out, but he also doesn't know if the ball is going to deflect. And I know even if it does deflect, it would be offside at that point for sure. But the goalkeeper still has to, like, take that into account when trying to save the goal. Um, Or if if the player is moving, like, if he moves to the left, like, they uh, might not see. Like, he was in the way. He was in the way. He shouldn't be there. Uh, There was nobody else there. He was all by himself, like, sitting right in front of the goalkeeper. That's why I think it should have been offside. I mean, it sucks. Like, if I was on the other side, I probably would have, I probably would be arguing, tried to argue the other the other point of view. But I think that was the right call. Um, because like the old, first of all, it was a deflection. On first of all, like it, I think it deflected off Maguire I'm not sure, or if it was the legs of one of the Everton uh, attackers. Um, and then like it went. He had to move his legs out of the way last second for it to not hit him. So, I I don't know how you don't call that offside.
1: He tried to get it out of the way, I guess.
0: No, his legs were extended. If you watch the goal, right before the ball passes to him, he, like, pulls back his legs and the ball, like, goes exactly where his legs were. Just to avoid the contact. But at that point, I'm just, like, it's too, I don't know, it's too late. You're too, uh, you're too last second. That should be a goal. Like, that shouldn't be a goal. And it wasn't. Um, And once again, we are VARFC, so... But all in all, we should have, that should have been three points. Um, we need more players. We've signed four players and we've like sold nine, so you can see how we've had a lack of depth. Like our depth is getting really, really thin, and we also have players on injury. Like players were injured for a long time. But I just I just saw Twan Zibi played uh, in the under twenty threes with uh, with uh, Timothy Valtuymen's as well. I think Fosumenza is kind of like he, he lost his chance at going to the first club. But Twanziby, I think that's his first game back since his injury. So I guess they're easing him into it. Um, I'm excited for him. But we have, like, Bailly just re-emerged as an option at center back. So Bailly, Lindelof, and Maguire. I think that's a solid three. I don't know if Twanziby is going to be able to get a lot of play time there. But I think going forward, like, I'm not a fan of Vigado. I haven't been – I don't like his play. I think he's just – I think our system, we need uh, – Pace and he doesn't have pace. And he hasn't been deadly with the chances he's gotten either. Like he got we got a chance uh, at near the end where uh
1: That was a great save by Pickford though.
0: He got the double save, but I think got should have finished that. Like he shouldn't have given Pickford the chance to make the double save. He shot right at his feet. Um a clinical striker like Lewandowski's not missing that, you know? Um even I think Martial scores that. But that's the thing, like we we didn't really have any options. When we got him, so I don't think he's he stays after the season. I'm not. I haven't been a fan of his play, but we'll see how it goes. Maybe he picks it up. Maybe he's still adjusting.
1: Uh, who do you have? I guess going into because we don't have much time. Going into the players of the week, uh, I had Sar because I see the game. Between, uh, his great game against Liverpool. So that's my guy. I guess your guy was Bruno. I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, like I know I'm. I'm so annoying. Every week I feel like I choose Manchester United players, but or Messi. But I think Bruno, Bruno, he's just he's been the best signing. I think he's been the best Premier League signing in like the last couple of years. who who else who else has come in and instantly made the impact he's made? He's literally put the team on his back. He's running the whole midfield. He's running the whole game, and he's deadly when he has the ball. He's setting up everybody. I've never seen a player have this kind of impact, and it's refreshing because like we've been like kind of notorious for quote unquote ruining players over the years. Like they come here and they just drop in quality so much. So it's refreshing to know that like it's still possible for players to come here and be successful and like their gameplay rise.
1: That was a very good point, but I don't know if he's the biggest uh signing in terms of
0: who who has who has been like a big name signing that's come in and like had the impact that their name like suggested? In the winter? In in recent memory.
1: Uh I mean maybe
0: Obama Yang, I guess.
1: Obama Yang could be one, yeah hazard maybe
0: who he, no not fine he wasn't he hasn't been signed like i'm talking the last couple of years hazard was at chelsea oh
1: in the last couple of years okay in the last couple of years it's probably only obama young honestly
0: like in the last like two three years even four who's a big name player that came and then had a crazy impact
1: i can only see obama young
0: i'm trying to think i can't think of anybody that's why i'm saying like i think bruno has been insane like, what he's been able to do in such a, sh- a short amount of time.
1: If we're talking only Premier League, yeah, it's only Bama Young. I don't see anybody else.
0: So, yeah, my player of the week is Bruno. Now, I want to go into these uh, Champions League matchups. And then we'll... Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, not Champions League matchups. The the big matchups of the week that we had uh, listed down.
1: Yeah, I only have four this week, just to keep it short.
0: Four is a, four's a, a lot. These are, these are big games, though.
1: Yeah. Chelsea-Liverpool. Uh, I have Liverpool.
0: Yo, I kind of feel Chelsea might get that, like, 2-1? 1-1? I don't
1: know how Chelsea... I don't know how Chelsea's going to play, so I'm going to say Liverpool. It's not
0: going to happen. It's not going to happen, but... Exactly. But I feel like Chelsea... Chelsea kind of... Like, Liverpool, I feel like they're vulnerable right now. But I feel like they also lost 3-0. They want to come out and, like, smash the next next team.
1: Yeah, they want to bounce back. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be, I would not want to be the next team playing Liverpool.
0: Like Klopp was pretty upset when they lost. Like he said, like you can't really like look in the grand scheme of things because it's so hard. Like it's such a long race. Um, And yeah, he's disappointed that like they're not the Invincibles, but what the only thing they can do is just keep winning and set another record like that, which is true. I mean, good for him. Klopp can be kind of annoying when he talks, but he's only annoying because he's winning and he's not in my rival team. I like Klopp at Dortmund. I like them a lot but i can't like him when he's at liverpool i respect him a lot what he's done to that team is insane Mm. olympique de lyon against paris saint germain
1: olympique lyonnais Mm, interesting i don't know i i i want to call i'm obviously gonna psg
0: is taking it man don't get don't get fancy here
1: no i'm not i am i'm gonna say olympique lyonnais how much uh two one
0: uh PSG 2-1
1: I might be wrong But I'm just I'm, I like how Lyon's playing In the last few games They're playing consistent They're playing well They're on the roll Right now So it wouldn't surprise me If they beat PSG They beat Juve So it wouldn't surprise me If they beat PSG
0: Yeah well, Who do you have For the Chelsea Liverpool game?
1: I said Liverpool 2-0
0: 2-0 Liverpool I'll say uh, Liverpool 3-1 Um Napoli inter
1: this one. I'm I'm not sure it might actually even even play. I don't think they're gonna play it
0: Yeah, I think they said they were going to like I think postpone it. Not sure.
1: I hope I'm wrong But I mean assuming they do play I'm gonna say draw 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two? I'm calling my first draw
0: I, I'll call it inter win 2-1 If they play that one's gonna be tight Ooh, this is the big one Sunday. What do you think?
1: You know You know I'm going for it. Is that even a question? City 3-1 City 3-1. Bro, Bruno,
0: man. Bruno. Come on. Uh, you know what, though? You know what? Yeah,
1: you do make a good point about Bruno. I,
0: I also heard that Pogba was aiming a return for this game. I don't know if he gets in the squad for the first game, but... I don't know. Like, people were saying, like, if Pogba just came, like came back, first game, like, back, would you put him in the squad right away? No. Like, who would you replace? You're not replacing Bruno, and you're not replacing Fred, and... Are you replacing McTominay or Matic? Like
1: no, because Pogba doesn't play as a six.
0: He could. Pogba plays. He's he's played as a six for a long time.
1: But that's not that's not where he excels.
0: Yeah, sure, but I can definitely see, uh, playing like a kind of uh, one in the back, Fred in the back, and then Pogba and Bruno in the front. Like an inverted kind of triangle. But, um, I think I don't know. I don't think he plays.
1: No, yeah, I don't think so either. But
0: uh, I really want to see that Bruno and Pogba uh, partnership. And imagine it sparks up and then Pogba decides to stay. And then we we sign Sancho. Oh, my God.
1: Wake up, Kev. Wake up.
0: <laughs> Let me dream, man. Let me dream.
1: You've been drinking too much.
0: It can happen. I saw more Sancho news today. I saw one report saying that Sancho uh, Dortmund are, conv- are convinced Sancho staying. And then I saw another report saying like uh, Manchester United are leading the race to sign Do- uh, Sancho for 200k uh 200k wages a week
1: I saw that report
0: Yeah so I saw both well, I was like I don't know I saw more I saw more reports Saying that like He was coming to United Or leading the race Then I only saw One report saying that uh, Dortmund are convinced He's saying So I don't know But we'll see That's for another talk um, I think I think I think it's a 2-2 draw
1: 2-2 draw? Okay.
0: I think Um, What's gonna happen I think we're gonna get Like a lucky goal And then We're gonna be up 2 2-0 and then they're going to score with like 60 minutes left, 2-1. And then they're going to get a last minute equalizer. And then they're going to be like, the last 20 minutes, we're going to be on the back foot. Like just trying to stop them from scoring kind of thing, you know? I feel like that's how it's going to go.
1: I'm just going to say 3-1. For uh, City? For City, yeah. Hey, we said that
0: last time and look what happened. True. we about to get the sweep on City. Woo! We're like one of the worst squads we've had in a long time.
1: We don't have much time for the miscellaneous. Do you want to do, do, want to do it? It's, it's only one thing.
0: Yeah, we dragged this one out a little long. I know, like, we heard some feedback and we don't want to drag the... We kind of want to keep the podcast around, like, 40 minutes. I think now we're kind of hovering around, like, 50 minutes right now. So, it's a little bit extra, but I was really vibing this one and we had some good topic talking points, so... Um, we'll work to keep it a little shorter next time. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I could talk for so much longer. I love talking soccer. Football. Man, I could I could spend the next hour laughing at Arsenal... But I'll, I'll spare you
1: You could also just focus on your midterms
0: Yeah I have a midterm tomorrow I can do that I guess I'll do that
1: And save me from the embarrassment Once again I've already I've already moved on from this
0: <laughs> yeah, where Are you guys still 10th? Did you guys move up?
1: Alright let's end this You're 10th in the league
0: Tyler Everton But behind Burnley Behind Burnley My god
1: Let's end this
0: Who's your next matchup?
1: Uh, we're playing City. West Ham. We're playing West Ham, sorry.
0: (laughs) West Ham... Where West Ham? West Ham's bottom of the table, 27 points, my god. Yo, Norwich beat Leicester 1-0. How did that happen? Norwich, I think they're the only club that's like for sure getting relegated. Like, everybody thinks they're getting relegated.
1: Which is is sad because they've been playing
0: well. Yeah, I mean, they still can make a comeback. There's still 10 games left. They're like two game, two games behind relegation, uh, an above relegation spot. But yeah, that's be crazy. Okay, let's end it here. Everybody, thanks for listening. Follow our socials. Real Time Soccer Podcast everywhere. RTS Podcast. RT Soccer
1: Pod on Insta.
0: RT Soccer Pod on Insta. And I think that's it.
1: Have a good rest of your week.
0: We'll see you fudging later. Don't ever say that again. Oh, come on, man. You don't know that's from nature.
1: I can't give you. I, I can't give you that. I can't give you that. We'll
0: see you, Fudgeon, later. Goodbye. Peace. Peace.